Guys, Orlando City's back. I think officially. So, could, d does this one put the trolls to bed? Oscar Pereira's job is safe now, right? Yeah. Yeah. For now. Yeah. Fair enough. Folks, welcome into another episode of the Orlando Soccer Show. It's our post-match show for Orlando City's 2-1 to victory on the road at Subaru Park against the Philadelphia Union. Gavin, Kyle, and Brent, or Gavin, Kyle, and Brad with you Sorry, who? here today. <laughs> Fire, Gavin. <laughs> Wait, no, don't fire him. Um, that needs more work for the rest of us. <laughs> yeah, no, Kyle, Kyle's got enough on his plate already. Um, Actually, my so, plate's my plate's empty. I finished eating about twenty minutes ago. Oh, well, there you go. Uh, two goals early in the first ten minutes. Martin Ojeda, Ivan Angulo, Orlando City. First of all, Orlando City scored two goals in a game. That's a miracle. That's a miracle. They scored two goals in a game at Philadelphia. The first time that that has happened against any team in Philadelphia since uh, two thousand and twenty-one, and they were also the first team to beat the Union in Philadelphia since September of 2021. That's 25 games that the Union went before they take L, took an L at home. Guys, takeaways. What do you think about that one? I don't really know what you can take away from that game. Philly are missing so many guys on their squad that... Um, yeah, really... I mean, between Carranza and, Daz and Gazdag, that was like half of their goals last season. Just not there on the field. Yeah, I, less less what do I take away from it about who the Union are and more about who Orlando City are because looking at it, they should have converted on more of those opportunities, I feel like. Um, I, I feel like there was a lot of missed chances there for Orlando City that should have probably been a goal. Um, probably one of the better opportunities was Ojeda's at the end there that he in the in the eighty seventh minute, that sort of went directly at Joe Bendick. Um, and if that's like a bigger indication of who they are, like they still don't look like they really know what to do in the final third. Like that, they they scored twice, and that was in the first ten minutes of the match. And then after that, it kind of looked like they just didn't know what to do after that. It was it, they were like Ricky Bobby, like they didn't know what to do with their hands after they had gotten that far. <laughs> yeah, I mean, typical Orlando City. I think when you look at the overall level of play, I mean, the first half not so much. The first half, there was a lot more of just winning the ball through battles in the midfield, through loose balls, tackles, turnovers, things like that. The second, a bit, but I mean, altogether, outside of what they were doing in the final third, this was probably one of Orlando City's best, if not their best, like total offensive performance i mean really good ball of movement a lot of like just good quick passes to each other everyone was connecting really well there there were a lot of opportunities where you had noted every it seemed like a lot of passes they made were just a second too late a step too slow that maybe you know the fact that they're playing in like 40 degree weather and it was raining i mean the conditions obviously aren't great you can throw into there but i mean overall they absorbed a lot. They obviously absorbed a lot of pressure. They put most. This was probably like collectively their best game in terms of just chances they had. So hold you on. Mentioned okay, what they I, didn't finish. They had two chances that were like an, uh, six inches, twelve inches off goal 
on top of the two goals that they did score. Kyle? Sorry, it's just a lot of like kind of looking the best they have this season, which I think, sure, but also against a a completely different level of competition. So that's where I'm with Brad in the beginning is like not sure you can really take away anything from this because, yes, they looked good, but they were also playing against a team that had four guys on the bench. Like, it's... I mean, it's... I get and, what you're saying, and and I'm and I'm not looking at this as a game, and I wouldn't recommend that anyone looks at this as a game and says, "Oh my God, Orlando just beat Philadelphia, the one of the top three favorites to win MLS Cup this year." I, but more so in the light of like, this is a team that obviously, given their struggles this year, I mean, they just lost at home to a Charlotte team last season that or last week that no one really rates highly, and to go on the road into a place where nobody pulls out results against the union like this, they managed to do something regardless of the circumstances. Hey, yeah. Just, I, go ahead. Yeah. I, I, but I look at this and I don't look at this as in Orlando city versus Philadelphia union game. I look at this as, as essentially slightly more than a, a glorified, glorified preseason game, because obviously there's three points. Listen, you're happy with three points. You're happy with two goals. You're happy with more guys getting on the score sheet. I also think I actually come away from this slightly more concerned because if there was there there should have been significantly more than just those two goals, but not but for multiple wasted opportunities against a team that was practically begging Orlando to score on them. So, uh, like, uh, yeah, you go and you get the result on the road, but you get it against a team that's that's not even a shell of themselves. And so I just, I don't know. I don't know if you really take anything away from this other than they didn't lose a game like this, which is, which is a good thing. Um, I don't think there's a reason we talked about in the full show last week, talking about the panic button. I don't think this, this sways my opinion on that either way, because again, it's still early. You're still dealing with guys in and out of the team. There are guys playing tonight, getting some of their first real minutes still the season. And so there's a lot of that where, that all factors into this. It wasn't like it was a full strength Orlando against a, a weekend Philadelphia. I, I will give that. I think that's, that's fair to note, but Orlando were, were definitely stronger coming into this in terms of guys missing. And so I, I just, I don't know. I mean, winning two, one is nice. You're happy with the three points. I, I, I don't see anything from the way that they played that really impressed me only because I don't think it looked any better than it did at the end of the Charlotte game except the the players they were up against in this game were significantly weaker. And so it's it's one of those like, yeah, I mean, it wasn't bad. There were good things. There's a lot of good attacking moments and no finishing, which is story of the season so far, but it's happening against weaker opposition. But at the end of the day, and we kind of talked about this too leading into this game, like none of it matters because this game doesn't matter at, at all. So I'm I'm just kind of like, yeah, I mean, you get the three points. That's that to me is the takeaway, and that's that's at this point really all that matters from that. To me, my biggest takeaway from this match is they are making the right decisions in the attack. They just aren't making them fast enough. Like they're not able to identify runs and who should be getting the ball as soon as it needs to be distributed because. You know, they should have scored more, but a lot of it was based on just mistiming with a lot of their passing. They would get a guy the ball, like a good through ball who was continuing a run, but it would ultimately be like a step late and it allowed for a union player to get a leg in the way or, you know, it allowed for Joe Bendick to get into position to basically make a save where, you know, for 
Ojeda, he could have literally just shot it anywhere than where he did, and it would have been a goal. Um, so it, it, for me, it's it's a step in the right direction, but I ultimately don't take much away from this. Yeah, so Orlando scored twice in the first 10 minutes. Martin Ojeda in the second minute. Uh, Mason Staduhar, goal kick finds Ramiro Enrique. He chests it down to Mauricio Pereira, who floats the ball over the top. Uh, Ojeda looked like he was maybe 17 yards offside. Somehow he was onside, collects the ball, left-footed shot, slams it past Bendik, one nothing. And then about seven minutes later, it's Ivan Angulo uh, getting home. Ojeda slips the ball forward through two defenders, finds o- Angulo on a run. Angulo just needs a touch to settle the ball and tuck it home. Past the right to the right of a diving Bendik, two nothing Orlando in the ninth minute. I think for me the the two stars of this match would obviously be Ojeda, a goal and an assist. He scored the goal last week, so that's two goals and an assist. He had eight shots in this game. I mean that guy just fires them off left and right. And then Mason Staduhar. in in place his first start since last season when he started in Philadelphia. Three days after Orlando won the Open Cup and they got demolished 5-1 to one against the Union. Hell of a night for him. A lot of big saves. He had five saves on the night. Philadelphia put up 24, 26 shots. Six on frame. Mason was making them left and right. World-class saves. He made a big one on Bedoya, a big one on Elliott. He was you know, pretty good with his distribution all night. I mean, what, what are you guys' thoughts on that? Um... I mean, Basin performed as well as you would want a backup keeper to start. Um, so I, I have no complaints. I mean, there's just little things. You know, there's some of the, the goal kicks that he had that the ball kind of um, looked like it kind of just dribbled off of his foot a little bit. Like it didn't have a lot of power behind it, it looked like. But that could just, you know, be lack of getting minutes and you know, I don't know. It's 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 little things that ultimately could have resulted in something catastrophic, but ultimately didn't. So I don't know. It's it's fine. He was fine. Yeah. He he looked significantly better than Joe Bendik. Oh yeah, yeah. for sure. That helps. <laughs> yeah, like I mean, that's 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 what you want from. Not only a backup, but a backup who has very little MLS playing experience. Whereas Joe Bendik, at one point in time, was an MLS regular starter. So, yeah, this match I mean, had both sides of that coin. Where Mace had the performance of a backup goalkeeper that you want to see, and then Bendik had the performance of a backup goalkeeper that you don't want to see. Yeah, so Philadelphia they got to go back in the seventeenth minute. Andres Pereira. Former teammate of Orlando City, two and a half years in Orlando, scores a goal. He gets it off the cross, shot hits the post, collects the rebound, and taps it home, two to one. So the Lions hold on to this one, and I mean, and, and obviously Kyle, you are not necessarily impressed. Both of you guys, I guess, you're, you're not really taking much away from this. So if you're, I mean, at the end of the day, though, you play the opponent in front of you, and you know. That's what Orlando did, and they got the three points. Um, you know, kind of big picture, like you said, you don't think that there's much to take away from this game. From they were missing seven players, but really only three of them starters. And 
you could say the only player of significance was Pedro Galese, being that he has been, you know, a, a brick wall back there essentially for the Lions. Did you, did it feel like as far as Fagundo Torres goes, I mean, he's one of Orlando's best players, but it didn't seem like it made much of a difference that he wasn't out there tonight? I, I, I mean, no, but I, I also think, but I, like you're seeing some of the same issues with or without him on the field. So clearly the offensive lack of scoring isn't, isn't all down to him. I know his contributions have not been maybe what we would have all expected right off the bat, given what he did last year. But also again, you're, you're acclimating multiple new attacking players into the team as well. And so you're inevitably going to have some things be a little wonky for a while. So but I also wouldn't like I wouldn't say Orlando missed uh, Faku tonight. But I also would say that they didn't really miss Pedro Galese either, because I think there were things that Mason like long term. Of course, you 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 want to have those guys in, but like tonight, it was one of those like, yeah, you know, you're not really missing having them here because you're the other team is also missing. You know they're they're big players, and so you got a guy like Mason who can step in and make good saves and and be really impressive. And you've got guys on the offensive side of the ball, Martino Heda. I know we we talked about there were opportunities that he missed and things that still weren't perfect, but also scored and assisted. So it's two two games in a row now with a goal and adding an assist in this one. So I mean, yeah, they're good things there. But again, I just look at. I mean, I know you said you can only play the team in front of you, and and for sure, I I get that and. I don't want to take away from the game because a win is a win. It boosts confidence. It gives you three points. It's not a bad game by any means. It's just one of those, like, it. it how much does it really mean in terms of what can we take away from that? Has the team really developed and in what way? And I don't think there's anything you can take from that in the same way that if they, if they replace this game, if you took the label of this game and said that it was a, it was a club friendly instead of an MLS match, I, I think there's there's essentially no difference other than just they're giving up three points to the winner. But I don't think they're the, – the level of – man, Philadelphia just looked awful, but, like, they were supposed to. They, they had no team. So, I you know, when you can only score two goals and you allow a goal against that, it's like I'm not saying that there's no reason to be upset about that or bothered by that or think that's a bad thing. But at the same time, I'm also not going to then, you know, inversely get excited about – two goals being scored i mean it was it was enjoyable to watch it was it was one of the more fun games to watch i was hoping there would have been more goals but at the end of the day i just you know these games that mls is now going back to playing more games during international breaks and we're going back to anytime these happen they just it's a waste of a game because they don't they don't matter and it's stupid that they're playing these over the international breaks I think if this game happens in a vacuum, we're pretty happy about this. Like if this is the, if this is both squads at full strength, two one Orlando City. Like yeah, we're we're walking away pretty happy. Um, I think if Facundo is in the match, I mean it's it's purely hypothetical. There's there's no correct way to say it. Um, maybe there's a little bit better uh, distribution in the attacking third. Like maybe, but uh, but again, like Kyle said what he's shown so far this year he isn't he hasn't exactly been in form yet so maybe but because i mean the 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 guy that he would have 
been playing for on the pitch scored a goal tonight. So it's hard to say, like, really what we would have been looking for here. Um, at best, yep, maybe he, it would have been a little bit better. But, again, it's impossible to say at this point. So, really, uh, for me, it's three points on the road, which, I mean, hard to be upset about that, especially, you know, MLS being MLS and, you know, you want to get all those points you can, especially early in the season because, you know, as, you know, you get later in the year and it gets down to it, you definitely don't want to miss out on a playoff spot by one or two points. So um, getting as many points as you can early in the season is definitely a, a good thing. And they, they got all three points tonight. So I, I guess as far as that base is covered, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty happy about that. But I also felt like they should have gotten those points and it probably shouldn't have looked as, as contested as it ended up ultimately looking at by the end of it. Yeah, I mean, one way you could look at it, too, is it, you know, kind of makes up for the points that you lost last week. And we talk a lot about how, you know, devalued the regular season is and how meaningless most of these games are. But realistically speaking, I mean, those three points at the end of the year, either I would like to think that it's not going to be in for the hunt of just making the playoffs. But you talk about seeding for the playoffs now that with the way that this format is structured with the uh, the best of three, and then you get eliminated after that. And you know you want home field advantage, be top four, top five in the in the East. Um, just a couple more notes, and then we can kind of wrap it up from here. Um, Antonio Carlos came in in around the 80th minute. That was his first appearance of the year. Working ever so close, and you know hopefully we can see him back there. Um, working up with Robin Hansen again within the next couple of weeks. You know, I think with Rodrigo Schlegel, he's kind of shown why he's the number three option at center back is, I guess, the polite way to say it. Um, Mauricio Pereira was back at the number 10 tonight. Uh, Felipe Martin and Cesar Arujo were the, the deeper lying midfielders with Facundo out. They switched uh, Martino Heda out to the right and Gulo on the left. I thought that really opened up a lot of things for him you know he's been obviously the maestro that he is but doing it from a deeper role has kind of felt at times like he's less connected to the attack than you would like to see him and I think putting him up there tonight really helps create a lot more passes and they were taking a lot more opportunities in space um I mean that's that's pretty much it you you guys have anything else you want to add no I, I I think that's pretty much it um I I am interested to see like what these next few matches for Orlando City definitely look like. Um, you know, they they do have uh, Nashville, Minnesota, and DC United looking up ahead. Um, Nashville, I think, is currently losing as we're recording this, so um, that's yeah. That's... That'll be uh, that'll definitely be a probably let's say their toughest challenge, but it's going to be a lot tougher of a challenge than they've had to face the last couple of weeks, especially. At home, where they tend to be a team that's either, you know, all or nothing at Exploria Stadium for whatever reason. Uh-huh. So, um, but yeah, I mean, that's uh, Kyle. Any final thoughts? I think I think because I've been a bit of a downer on this. The one good thing I will say is getting someone like Ojeda on the score sheet twice in a row. I think that's a huge way to continue to build confidence leading into the parts of the season that matter. So I think I think that is regardless of who you score against scoring a goal is is really important especially with a, a player new to the team and new to the league so 
it's that's good to see. It's good to see him both scoring and assisting. Those are will hopefully just continue to develop and continue to happen more and more. Just hopefully in tougher games as well. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that just about does it for us. We'll be back in the middle of the week with a full episode of the Orlando Soccer Show. We'll be talking Orlando City B. They're playing on Sunday against Philadelphia Union 2 to open their season. And the Portland or the Orlando Pride are in Portland to take on the Thorns. That'll be their first game, 5 o'clock on Sunday, if you're listening to this ahead of then. But uh, it'll be a big Sunday of soccer. Looking forward to all that. And uh, until next time, guys, we'll talk to you later.